Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey Hustlers, we know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you. Introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share podcast is brought to you by PDAC. PDAX is a homegrown cryptocurrency exchange that offers the best rates among local cryptocurrency exchanges. Download the PDAX app now on the Google Play Store, App Store, or Huawei App Gallery. Start trading Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies for as low as 50 pesos by signing up on podlink.co slash hustlesharepdax. Also powered by Podmachine the simplest way to grow and edit your podcast. Sign up now at podmachine.com and use the code HUSTLESHARE to get one free edit. I'm always hungry for learning. That's the thing that I always brought up to this point. Every time there's something uh, that I want to do, I'm always curious about it. I'm always hungry for, for any kind of learning. Welcome to HUSTLESHARE. The podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Beitiong. Welcome to the latest episode of the Share Podcast. We are very excited because we finally got a girl back <laughs> in Hustle Share. There's, we're not being sexist, okay? I'm just saying that it's just a, it's harder to book women guests uh, in in Hustle Share. I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just uh, by virtue of immediate um, uh, network. But I want to give this girl a shout out because she is now part of one of the portfolio companies of my investors also in Podcast Network Asia. The guys, the cutie boys. From Buko Ventures, so but without further ado, 
Let's welcome to the show the co-founder and CEO of Interleukin, Miss Lila Marquez. Lila, welcome to Hustle Show. Hello, hello, Ron. Good to see you here, and uh, thank you for inviting me on Hustle Share. Actually, this is on. Uh, one of my dreams to oh, wow. be part of Hustle Share. <laughs> Now dream come true. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, but before we get carried away, you know, um, if dreams are going to come true, I need to ask you the million dollar question. Lila, what's your hustle? Yeah, I, I have interlocuted with me. So it's a revolutionary B2B digital healthcare procurement platform that seamlessly connects different medical suppliers and healthcare institutions that provides three important things for the industry. Saving, security, and transparency, providing the big data in the healthcare system. That is very nice again, because typically people enter that abstract, but you look like you know your drill, so that's good. You're ready. That's uh, now, now, now I, I'm, I'm not surprised why you got funded. Because you know exactly how to answer questions already. <laughs> so that's amazing. But before I get carried away, I need to understand before you create create an interleukin. I need to ask you to buckle up because we're gonna go back to the pita, okay? Because we're gonna have to ride the hustle share time machine. <laughs> All right. And I said the Pitan because I just found out by stalking you on LinkedIn that you are also, actually, I think we are, you're just one batch higher than uh, I'm batch 2010. I'm also US. Oh my God, uh, I was surprised. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Did I look older than you? Yeah. Hindi yun. Oh my God. What? Surprised. Ah, I know. Dude, I'm a fashion in high school and uh, college, actually. So I Entered USD 2002, and I graduated in 2010. So four years okay. high school, four years. Yes, so that's why I bleed yellow, black gold, and black white. So when <laughs> when when lines are drawn during UAAP, nah, -uh, you're not gonna do that. But before we even talk about your stint in USA, I want to understand entrepreneurship. Um, is this something that you had exposure to growing up, or what was there any inspiration of how you did hustling back then, especially uh, as you grew up, um, you know, at your formative days? Uh, actually, I was uh, early. I mean, uh, um, I was really early exposure exposed that in entrepreneurship because so um, I grew up uh, in a very humble uh, family where uh, my mom is, you uh, know. Really doing a hustle, so um, maraming maraming siyang negosyo. He has a lot of business. He has a lot of businesses. Um, we do have our sari sari store. We do have our wholesaler, uh, wholesaling of uh, mga bigas, mga rice, uh, rice sack, so uh, beer, mga ganon. So um, that's why I, uh, ako, what I'm doing during that time is I I help her. On, on, on our store and then lumaki sana lumaki and then um, I also do and I, 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 I entertain our customers in the in the store so as a young kid so what type of entertainment do you provide <laughs> oh, <laughs> so in dancing or both okay uh, both actually oh wow <laughs> 
they thought that ano um little ano they want me to join little miss philippines that wow time. the like next I... isa segera that never really tried <laughs> <laughs> yeah yo so yun yung ano yun yung role ko sa 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 store ng ng mother ko to entertain the customer so that they can order more or they can buy more uh, beer or uh, soft drinks or bread like that yeah. I I can totally relate. My mom is also like that, though. Uh, thank God she didn't ask me to sing or dance because uh, I'm. I think the effect that they they would it would be the opposite. But I'm bantai sometimes, you know. So I, well, a lot of the, my mom's hustle, I understood very young because there, she made me really understand also why she had to do that because it it, it wasn't enough to make ends meet. There, she needed to make work extra. Was that something that your parents or your mom also? taught you early and again um is this something that was you know uh taught to you as a responsibility that you have to take on because i i i've seen a lot of origin stories you know that if you're exposed to entrepreneurship and you understand the stakes of why our parents had to hustle extra when we grow up we have no type of entitlement that holy shit we understand that nothing's ever going to be given to us And if we ever want to be successful, we have to work hard and do everything that it takes to to, to realize your dream. Was that something that uh, you got exposed to by your parents and your mom? Yeah, actually, that was how my mom uh, molded me on, yes. on that kind of thing. Um, because uh, I, at early age, I understand that uh, because my father is an o- OFW and mm, wow. Uh, What he's uh bringing in in at home is not enough, so uh that's why she needs to uh find another um source of income for us to um to live in in Manila. So yeah, and I I've seen how she work hard and reinvest whatever the money that is she's um generating with. Uh, and at the same time, ako rin, I also try to do entrepreneurship at a uh, young age. Uh, I sell stationery. Oh so wow. I, So my friends na manasa kanto, so it's very popular that time those stationaries. Yeah, I I just uh, buy and sell that stationery and then yon I do trading na at the early age, which I don't know yet na trading na palayo. Yeah, and eventually as you grow up, you all you just change stationery with medical supplies, <laughs> <laughs> procurement, and you're you're doing B 2 B, but it's the same hustle. Done formatively, but I now want to understand. Um, UST. Let's talk about UST, right? Again, so you took up Bachelor of Science Medical Lab. So, so you're in the main uh, building. Scary Momo with all the building. The real. <laughs> but why? Why entrepreneurship? Uh, I mean, why? Why pharmacy as a as something that you, you did? Is this something that you really wanted, or that was kind of forced into you a little bit? What, what was that like? Well, originally, um, my dream is actually actually not my dream. My mom's dream is for me to become a lawyer. Ah, what did you do? Wrong bill, wrong college. <laughs> wrong college. Wrong Still building. same building, but at the back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it just so happened that time. But I, I, I really want to enter USC. Okay. So the course, uh, I think uh, the uh, the program that I. Uh, I tried to get in, in USC as a political science and journalism, but 
uh, it, it was ano um nakat na agad ako doon so i i was given different choices which is i did for the science for this maybe my my exam that time is ano very high in science wow you know, look at you <laughs> scientific there you go so ano and i got curious with medical technology So I feel like it's cool because there's technology in medical. So, uh, and then my mom is um, wanted me to go to FEU na just to uh, enroll to uh, just to pursue the law um, pre law uh, program. Outside. I said I want to. I know. I want to. I want to stay in USC. So what I did. Decision. Was, okay. <laughs> Obviously, I'm very biased. Very good very decision. Biased. Okay. But don't take it with a grain of salt because I'm very, very biased towards my school. I love my school. Okay, there you go. Good call, good call. St. Thomas and St. Dominic is proud of you. There you go. Yeah, that's why I sneak in into the ano, main building. I, I, I saw a... Because ano, if um, you took FAU, who will be proud? The Tamarau? In the USD, the one that's going to be proud are saints. Not just yeah. a random tower. I'm just kidding for any FAU people. I'm just kidding. Okay, don't get offended. Don't cancel me. It was a joke. I just love my school. Okay. All right. So you got in. You What was that? What was college like? Did Were you purely doing studies? Or did you also do some side hustling while you're doing? Because that's also um, common that I've seen in USD. You know, uh, you're not just, there's some extracurricular activities that we do sometimes there. What, what was that like for you? I was very active actually in the organization. Mm, what, uh, what org did you get, go to? First, I got involved in, of course, the Medical Technology Society and then one of the higher bats um, recruited me to run for an officer in the Medical Technology Society. So, at the, no, um, I think it's my second year. Um, I became the assistant secretary. I was elected assistant secretary na wow. managed the whole ano medtech society medtech ano department and then yeah. after that third year um I I ran for presidency already wow yeah so you're president third year fourth year were you still president or you focus on studies at that because it was an internship already for us so ah. in the medical so ah. we have a different um organization but I didn't run anymore but hey I was still involved in the um, student council. Emeritus. Ah, okay. Pharmacy yeah. student council. Na. So, they they don't want me to ano, um, be incognito in in the organization. So, um, I, 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 I still involved in the pharmacy student council. As what? Time, uh, executive staff. Wow, that's amazing. So, I, I can totally relate to, again, to parallels. This is oh, yes. nice There you go. <laughs> yes. oh, okay, I'm not going to sing the whole thing. That's why oh. I was curious. Eh. I think I, I maybe I, ano, siguro, I met you. Probably bumped bit. into me, but I'm not yeah, who I, I am. I'm a Kurimao back then. Okay, so. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're familiar with Facebook. Uh, we probably gained a couple of weight sometimes, but... Uh, I had a similar path that I learned how to hustle very early. First year, I was a complete idiot, total jackass. And then I had a turning point. I worked in a call center in between first year, second year. And then I realized, nope, I want to be an entrepreneur. So, and I was a total, being a total jackass or being a, an idiot, right? That just, you know, you know how the typical petics type of boy, they're going to be in the pitan playing billiards type of guy. I'm that stereotype. Okay. 
Yossi break, cutting classes. That that's the that's the type of guy I was in my first year. Then I realized that that I can't play that game anymore. I had a turning point. I wanted to be an entrepreneur, and then I became a student leader like you. And then the rest is history. Put, took up entrepreneurship, and then became a startup founder. Blah blah blah. I want to understand from 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 that point. Was entrepreneurship even a path that was in your head, or you just really want to go? into you know um get 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 getting the right experience because after this you went to uh ritm right which is super helpful during covid without them we are totally fucked as a country right um yeah. what well, was that something that you really wanted to, you wanted to pursue what you studied in 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 college initially of course i i love my course uh, i became a scientist so that's why i really I, I tried to go to WHO eventually when I oh, wow. went to ITM. So, but uh, things changed. Parang, um, I felt like there's something boring na in my what I'm doing. So, with with of course with the exposure I had with my mom, and she's still doing some kind of uh, um, business in in the province. So, and I, I'm seeing her as well. Na parang nahirapan na siya na pasita uh, doing yung mga ano business niya parang uh, I think I I I'm thinking some of um uh ways how to help her but then she wanted me to focus on on what my my profession is so pinagbigyan ko muna sa I I mother's request ah uh, pinagbigyan ko kasi <laughs> nagpasaway ako di ako nagpunta na FEU to take up a pre-law school so yeah uh. I'll I'll take a ano I'll give her that. But uh, oh. there was a turning point on me that I got exposed uh, on um, um, networking. Oh, power. Right. <laughs> I am I was exposed on that. Okay, with those expo- oh, exposures that I, I had, um during that ano uh, with that one um parang nangyari uh parang gusto ko na sa gusto ko na business that's why i i left yeah RIT parang i want to go for that but i'm not yet for ano ba talaga so um with that so what happened was sabi ko because i was so ano uh in a cage of laboratory because every day you deal with blood, uh, you, you deal with viruses. Sila lang yes. lagi mo kausap. <laughs> so, I need some kind of, ano, um, kasi ano, very extroverted ako. So, parang, I need to train again myself. Did you ever try to talk to the blood? You know, like, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I used to, ano, uh, deal with HIV, so. Oh my God, those are. So every day, I ano HIV ang ano ko uh, um, that's my focus uh, field that time. So HIV research to do that. So yeah, I had the chance to ano interact with HIV patients, so that's a good thing for me to practice my communication skills. But then, um, after I decided on leaving that profession, uh, I thought of going into clinic. Wow. So that's where my path, ano, um, uh, nagpunta ako doon. So, kasi with the influence of, ano, suppliers to din sa RITF, 
Why wow. not try to go on sales? It seems like you're you have the potential to be a I know a good salesperson. So wow. that's where I open up myself to go on sales. So if I will go, or if I will do entrepreneurship, I should be a good salesperson. And that's what uh, my mindset is. Okay, so I I I, I try. So it's the same. It's still in the medical industry. Yep. So and. Uh, and I saw separate during the first month. Uh, ano rin, parang, uh, sobrang hyper ko. Uh, there are things that hindi uh, pa pala dapat sabihin, pero ano na, sabi ko na. There are some promises na ano, parang, I, I overcommit. So there mm. were mistakes at that time. But I, I really learned a lot of um, to, during my med rep or his rep years. So, on that so, I, I have a question in, in terms of how you do career changes though it's still not entrepreneurship full-on but i think you you had a really early epiphany that you wanted to build the right skills in order to prepare you to make the full jump right and a lot of people that you know never really make that full jump get stuck in between those phases they're, they're probably working at a job that they feel stuck in or they don't want to do, but they want to take that leap. But somewhere along the lines, they just don't make it. What what made you pay, took, take that leap forward? Of course, you had you said you had your covenant to your mother that say, all right, I'll give, uh, make you do that. But when you do that, what was the mindset that you came in as a completely new path? It's back to zero. It's sales, and it's all. You know, yes, you do have a, a background now. You have a network with your suppliers, but still, the skill set is totally different, right? How did you build that up? That 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 mindset and also the hustle that in order to thrive in that new environment. For me, everything in the when I was still actually, I was I'm always hungry for learning. So, girl, you know that's the thing that I always um, brought up to this point. Um, Every time there's something uh, that I want to, I'm always curious about it. And I'm always hungry um, uh, for for any kind of learning, and I want to try it. And then I, if this is something that will work for me, okay, then I will do it. Then um, the next time if I'm already a, I'm already um, good at it, I'll, I'll try to find another. Um, skill that I want to learn. So this uh, how how uh, I I was. Um, uh, so it's always been me for being hungry on learning. So since I'm um, being a laboratory um, med- medical technologist uh, working in the lab, it's been a routinary for me because I can I can even um, talk with the viruses even I I'm I'm a clinic. So na sila. So I know them how they grow, how they yeah. uh, how they interact. So, okay. Parang, na sila. so I, I feel, every time I feel got bored um in a situation parang, uh I know it's the turning point for me to start learning again something new. Then I started to feel bored 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 na. So hinahanap ko na agad yung ano yung gusto ko ulit uh, I mean, what I want to learn. So, Got it. where um, there are 
ano, opportunity. If there is an opportunity for me, someone open up to me, why not try to uh, do this? Okay, I'm always open for opportunities that is uh, given to me. So that's where um, I give it to um, my chance to do, to do that. So the shifting careers that I have is actually uh, a learning experience. All right, that's amazing. Now, I want to understand now what the next step is. Just, okay, you built sales, and usually sales is one essential skill that you need to master before you, took, before you take entrepreneurship. But how good did you get in, in, in selling? Because I don't think you'll ever make that jump if you didn't accumulate the right skills or the right budol. Uh, that you, you needed to get in order to really tell that, all right, you know what? I can do this for myself, right? How how did good did you get? And then what was the turning point when you decided, hmm, maybe I can do this for my own? What was that like? When I got into a sales career and then I started to build relationships with my customers, um, and I, um, they really felt that I was genuine, uh, talking with them. Unlike, um, if I will compare myself to other sales reps that I had, uh, batchmates, the sales reps that I had before, they are having difficulty to close the sale or close the deal. So, um, maybe the, the kind of, um, authenticity that I bring to my customers, even the information, Hindi na siya selling it. So, I, I'm doing console, consultative selling na to them. So, because of, um, maybe the reputation that I had as, uh, med, medical technologist in RITM, they started to believe in me. Parang, it become, ano, smooth for them. Kasi they, ano, they believe, uh, what, what I, I'm, I'm explaining to them. And, ano, uh, I never limit myself to share the knowledge that I have. So that's where I started to build the trust and the uh, relationship to my customers. And the sales is totally na siya. It's uh, overflowing na for me. Parang there are times that um, I always ask my boss to, uh, I always ask for approval for vacation leave. Why are you filing a vacation leave? Because my sales is already done. <laughs> so, ano, um, that's why I know, parang I'm very, I don't know. But for the the first, I, I really work hard for the first two years of my sales career uh, to build those relationships uh, with that. There are times that, uh, of course, um, you will not avoid in the healthcare. They will look at you from top to bottom, how you dress. Usually there's a stigma on that, how you dress. Uh, before they are um, bullied, you will, you will experience bullied. Um, before they, you know, they will get your, um, you will get their trust. Yeah. If you will survive on their bully of those doctors, of those head in the hospitals, then, uh, that's the turning point that you are, um, good in sales and, um, you can make it bigger, um, even though you, you, you stop being a sales rep, you go into entrepreneurship. And, now, last last question before we take our, take our first break. Every salesman has the same goal, right? But at the end of the day, we develop the, the, the ones that really are effective 
develop a special style of being able to listen and create their own creative way of being able to generate the trust very fast versus, you know, the people that do just hard sell. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this, I'm sorry, that. Right. If I'm going to ask you, uh, Lila, what, what was the main Budo style? So the reason why I'm asking this is for your answer is I'm a, I'm a salesman by default as well. That if you strip me of any other skill that I do, the one thing that will be at the left, left of the core is sales and persuasion, right? And that was what I'll, I'll always try to end up doing, right? Um, and it's a life skill. If you master it, I don't care what you're doing, what you're selling, you're good. You'll never go hungry in your life, okay? Because you know how to bring value and get value out of, out of that. But what was the go-to move? What was the master plan that, on how you approach sales? Because again, founder skills, dude, it's going to be hard for any startup to thrive if you don't know how to acquire customers and down the road, how to get investors if you don't know how to persuade people or sell your product. What's the budol value? What's the budol game of Lila? My budol game is integrity. How do you establish that? I, I always be honest with them. If there is um example, there's no stock, I will tell them. But at the same time, I will make a way for them to find uh, an alternative uh, for them to get that supply. Again. So even though it's uh, beyond my my job already or beyond that um, uh, those kinds of commitments, I, I gave it to them. So um, and then. Uh, integrity in, in 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 a sense that um, even though they they are not um, looking uh, at me or they are not monitoring me, um, I still do what uh, what they are expected to do actually beyond uh, actually what they are expecting me to do. So, yeah. All right, very good. I like that. This is integrity. At the end of the day, reputation and integrity goes hand in hand as you scale and as you create your network your network is your net worth right and if you if people know you as someone as with with integrity that they can rely on that they can count on in 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 terms of you know up and uh, down actually even ups and downs of of your customer you have to be there exactly. not only on the ups na nakabenta ka you already sold and then you just bye-bye oh. so, and that's why customer is king and Sometimes I, I get uh, kept befuddled because sometimes the new generation now of kids frown upon taking care of customers. I'm like, what type of fucking world <laughs> in terms of business will thrive when you're not taking care of your fucking customers and you, go, yeah. you don't go the extra mile? What the fuck, right? It doesn't make sense. So, yeah, it's just a weird world sometimes. <laughs> Actually, the sale happens after you close the sale. Correct. Absolutely. It's the alaga that yeah. you need to do. And it's it's always a long-term relationship, not a transactional one that's said. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's, let's take our first break. And when we come back, let's talk about how you then created interleukin after hustling and, you know, uh, doing the daily grind of budol in the medical industry. But let's talk about that more after the break. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. 
Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate your growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at sasschallenge.ph. That's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We are still with Lila Marquez, my schoolmate, almost matchmate. Uh, but if you were born in 88, we're on the same age. There you go. Like, perfect. Okay, there you go. So um, I want to understand now. Um, so you're hustling, and after RITM gets that's what that gets healthcare is when you did MedRep hustle. Is that correct? Yes. Now after gets, you also then went to BD. What did you do in BD? Because it's, this is also the time, if I'm not mistaken, where you thought of creating interleukin. What did you do in, in BD, and how did the idea of interleukin come to mind? Yeah, so with the experience, the the first exposure I had is of sales is in get right, and then of course I wanted to jump into a bigger corporation or corporate. I want to climb a corporate ladder. I got into BD, which is a um, you know, um, a multinational company. I know, bigger. They are manufacturers. Yeah. So what I'm doing there was actually uh, yes, I'm I'm doing sales, but at the same time, I'm also managing um, different local suppliers and distributors that we have. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, uh, I was really um, hungry for me to learn marketing. Yeah. So I, 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 luckily, I have a good boss who is a very I know, um, supportive on me um, to learn whatever I want to learn. Wow. <laughs> so so um, for me to understand. I have this goal of my na dapat thirty my business na ako sabi ko so I want to have my own business um but of course ah uh, you don't know when when ano eh when that will be eh sometimes ah uh, right. there are times that you want to ah uh, 
create na but uh, got us other plans yeah got us a plan uh, okay you need to learn first this thing before you i will give this to you so ganun kaya and uh i was really curious about startup i've been hearing about startups before and uh one of my church mates was an it Okay. So I got curious on him or uh, his posting about um rice conference. Oh, in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, sabi ko, ah, what are you doing there? Sabi ko, um, you're in Hong Kong, so what, so what, what's in there? Ah, I, 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 I volunteer. I volunteer um in this conference for what? I just want to, ano, attend this. Kasi ano. Um, the the registration is expensive. That's why. I, yes, I when you volunteer, it's free. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Ah, okay. Is it only for IT people? No, you can uh, register as a volunteer if you're non-technical person. Ah, okay. And because I'm very, ano nga, um, curious on things. So at the same time, I also want to develop um my skills in marketing. And learning about technology that I can also apply to my customers in the healthcare. So, uh, I, I was really challenged by my boss that time. So, yeah, it's very techy yung boss ko. Sabi, parang, matanda na to, pero magaling sa technology. Sabi ko, parang, hmm, sabi ko. Uh, when that opportunity came in about the rice conference na, I applied for a volunteer. Mm-hmm. So, nga, ano nga ba itong mga ano na to? So, eh, sabi ko, may benta naman na ako. Pwede naman. Kota <laughs> na, let's go! <laughs> oh, actually, ano, I already prepared my sales for the whole year na. Eh. Wow! Sometimes I hold the purchase order eh, for a month. Para I will put that on the next month na lang. Itik, itik. There you go. That's what it is. Right? It's like, okay, oh. next month. Okay, oh. that's good. I can control my, ano, my... My the purchasing officers or the customers say, don't don't release that yet. <laughs> Next Wait month, lang. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Next month, so that I can file a vacation leave. <laughs> that's the strategy. I like no, but that's how you know you're good at sales when you're not chasing sales for quota, because at the end of the day, and correct me if I'm wrong, sales is a numbers game, but it's not always a numbers game. If you have a network that again you've nurtured they will be repeat customers. You don't have to start from zero every single time, right? And if you already have that pipeline of people that's going to be willing to give you business and you know you reciprocate favors back and forth with them, right? Then you can dictate it and you can literally live the way you, you want to live your life at the pace that you want and now have time to do the side hustles that you want to learn from. And that's exactly what you did. So that's amazing, right? Um, so you 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 now have this this pipeline, which is the best thing to have in sales, by the way. If you don't have a pipeline, you are <laughs> fucked. Okay, because you're chasing, uh, chasing shit all the time. But um, what what is it now that uh, that happened next? So you're now in Rise. What yeah. what did you learn about the startup yeah. ecosystem? Yeah, um, actually, it's a good time here, eh? so for me. Because um, I was also challenged by my boss to handle a big healthcare event in our company that will also gather all the healthcare workers. So I took that uh, leap to go to Rice Conference to learn what 
I can... This uh, is 20, what? 2019? Okay. I was in the one in 2017? 2018? 2017, I think. Ah, you're there. So, yeah, that, that time, so, I saw a lot of, um, of course, you're a volunteer, so, uh, iba-ibang dahi, different, um, <laughs> a fans, uh, cutie boys, I thought it's ano, the, 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 the partner that I had when with were group at uh, for the uh, logistics <laughs> or um fixing the chairs in the I know the conference. Um, he's a Brazilian. I thought he's the same age with me, but then he's just nineteen. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Calm down, Laila. That, that, wrong event, wrong event. There you go. Wrong event, but then I was amazed because there are a lot of men in, in that, that, in this industry. Oh. Um, it seems like uh, all men who are uh, going into the stage, I know, uh, there are, majority are men. There are women. So that's my first question. Then, second question is, where are Filipinos? So, uh, I, I, I actually look for the booth of, uh, Filipi- Filipinos who have startups there. It seems like, I think I saw only less than 10. I can only count on that 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 time. So I felt something. I think Filipinos deserve a place there, and at the same time, women are also have deserve to be, to be on the underrepresented, stage. definitely. Yeah, and so ano na, um, my my mind is already ano um, playing around. So I was thinking of one day I want to um pitch on that uh on that stage. So. And then uh, I got exposed on networking even after the conference with a different pitch, um, pitches that is going on outside the um, exhibition. So I met uh, different people, Singaporeans. When I was in one networking event, uh, I just go there every night of the conference because free food eh. because of the free food. Yes. Yes. And you're <laughs> you a volunteer pass. So free food talaga. Yeah. Free it. food, volunteer pass so that I can survive my one week of stay in Hong Kong. <laughs> yep. So, uh, I, I met someone there, a Singaporean lady who asked me what's, what's my startup. So, huh? <laughs> I, 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 I got, ano, I got pressured to answer her question. And then, um, it's just pop out, it pop out in my mind that because I I'm I'm doing sales and in the medical industry, I, I thought I, I just thought of I want to fix our procurement system in the in the Philippines. So the startup that I will be building is uh, some somehow related on the supply chain. And this is pre-pandemic. Yes, that is pre-pandemic. Okay. Because uh, even pre-pandemic, I really experienced a lot of things already. Um, doing some uh, kind of sales that is not really good uh, at uh, on the practices and very traditional way and uh, um, the decision making of different hospitals is um, different as well 
So when it comes to choosing their supplies, their suppliers, so uh, I I really want to push on the kind of transparency where in technology will be there. So and then yeah, after that, parang uh, that Singaporean lady told me, okay, I will monitor you on that. <laughs> the next time you come here, you should be pitching your startup on stage. So okay, I I got pressured on that. <laughs> There you go. So, but uh, yeah, it was really a kind of declaration already on myself that I will be building a startup. There you go. But but I have no idea at all how. So until I I came back to my to Philippines, eh, I forgot again because I I was uh uh I need to do my corporate job. But then pandemic hit, so. That's where I started to um to see the cry of my customers to ask of me to help them on um on their sourcing of their uh, supplies, even though it's not my product anymore, because um uh, they only uh they only look for their trusted uh, sales rep or suppliers that they had right. to approach with because of a lot of scams that happened during the yeah pandemic. so. And I, I, and there was their light already on me that I think uh, the one that I declared during 2019, I think I should start. How did you pursue that? Now, when you now, whatever you uh, manifested in 2019 in Rice, um, you know, Hong Kong, and now you see this big ass problem in the middle of the pandemic, you know, uh, lockdowns everywhere. But again, I think you still don't know how to create a startup at that point. But you have the network, which is the most important thing. Because a lot of startups, I've seen founders, I see, want to solve a problem that is not personal to them. That they do not have an unfair advantage in terms of access and familiarity with the problem, which you do. And you've continuously solved this problem manually, though, for, for the longest time. How did you now turn into creating a startup and wearing the founder hat? Um, actually, um, it started when I got, um, exposed into a kind of project, um, not actually here in the Philippines, but outside of the Philippines together with the co-founder that I have. Mm. The OPA. The OPA co-founder. It's fine. Okay. OPA is a good compliment if you're being called an OPA. Okay. So, that's where, parang, I took that risk of um, helping him on that to sort of to find a reliable supplier, uh, talking to different Chinese supplier, uh, and then even here in locally in the Philippines, um, since my network in the medical, my uh, doctor friends who are already doctors in my classmates before that they were doctors now. Um, they are um, trying to approach me um, to uh, help them to source for their supplies and then, um, my customers uh, as well. So that's part of uh, when someone asks me, why not you're the one who supply to us? Better supply to us. Sorry, so I'm still connected in my corporate, but I took the risk actually to register my uh, uh, ano, uh, business name already. <laughs> Uh, um, I created my own uh, medical supply distribution company. And was it interleukin already? 
not yet. Yeah. And uh, uh, for me to ano, legally um, provide invoices to them. So, kasi since ano naman na, ako naman daw yung mag-supply, they, they already trusted me on that part. So, I know how to get or qualify the the, the, the product itself so that uh, they will not get some, a lot of headache on qualifying those uh, fly-by-night kind of suppliers that happen. Right. So, I took that risk even though it's conflict of interest in my company, in the current company that time. But the process that I built uh, on, on, on that first company that I somehow na fixing the kind of procurement process uh, on, on it. So I'm teaching my 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 buyers uh, how to be compliant on, on, on their payment, on how they will forecast because that's what happened to them eh. that's why they had they run out of stock yeah and then um, on the supplier side the network of suppliers that I'm trading with um I also teach them how to properly um, allocate stock for for the suppliers and at the same time of course bigyan yung magandang presyo <laughs> so that I can yes. provide uh, a better supply for for my customers it will ananay parang it will not be difficult for them eh, to approach the customers because they already have me. So, parang ako yung naging sales nila in between. So, just that I ask for a good price, uh, not to put a very high margin, which it really um, burden the patients actually in terms of their volume game. Volume. That's what we're gonna play. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, those things, ano, just happen na they trusted me and uh, nag, ano na, nag, hanggang sa referral na referral uh, on that. Um, then, napagod na ako eh. Because I'm, I'm I, one woman standing, I do everything eh. From getting all the product inquiries, I do the quotation, mm-hmm. giving that uh, proposals, and then do the deliver, pick up and deliver the product. So, parang ako rin yung nagdadrive, ako din nagbubuhat. Sometimes they are uh, the, the guards are, of the hospital are, um, it, yeah, pity on me because I'm only yeah. the one who carrying all the box boxes. So, right. yeah. So, yun, yung, ano, uh, I started to think of putting that into digital thing. Nakakapagod na kasi. Nakakapagod <laughs> na for a month one. So, uh, that's where the product of interlocking comes in all the processes that I did, so, so the the learnings I had um, during my sales career on how things are going on in, in the procurement side is how I started to uh, work on interlocking. I thought of interlocking name <laughs> because it's a very scientific. I um, knew it's like I googled it. It's like something about leukemia, something like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, interleukin is actually uh, yeah, so it's part of our immune system, okay. wherein its main function is to mediate different kinds of cells for them to interact. Oh. Yeah, because they have different languages, so they like cannot. Like an API, uh, but for cells. Yes. Amazing. I didn't know that I had interleukin in me. 
Yeah, I learned yeah. something new today. Amazing. So, I was thinking of the name that it could be something unique um, that will uh, somehow related to medical. Yeah. That, that reflects on who I am uh, yeah. as a medical technology. Amazing. All right. Now, you have this name. You have this uh, contact. You have pipeline. You have to create a product. Because again, if you're not going to productize this, you're just going to be drowning in work and you're not going to be able to scale. What were, what were the, the steps now that you took to really take Interlook into a product that, uh, you know, that uh, what it is now? Actually, um, I, I, I just love taking risks. <laughs> again, um, I started to learn about startup when I started to, I was forced to, Join some competitions, and then when I got to Kubo, um, to pitch okay. uh, when that incubation program uh, recognized interlooking, parang it seems like um, Lord, that's a sign. It's, like, it's a sign. You don't want me to um stop this, ano, this full full of games that I do. I thought it's just a boredom of ano of my thing in during pandemic, but. <clears throat> Like, ito na talaga. Seryoso ka. But, um, give me sign if this is something that uh, will not work for me, then I will let go. But, um, nagtuloy-tuloy siya eh. Um, although, it's, all, it's still a risk because in, I'm in still, I'm doing it part-time. So, yeah. I'm silently doing it uh, during that time. But, Things happen, but uh, I, I because I I got exposed on different pitch competitions. I think uh, someone from the corporate um, saw me, and I was called um, on the legal department of our. For, uh, oh wow! Okay, and what happened? And uh, you had to let you go. Yeah. Okay, but that's a sign. Again, there is a sign. So now. You have to go all in. There's no more moonlighting for you, Laila. <laughs> what did you then do? Because you can't do this alone. How did you then double down? That's the sign. You can't be in between two rivers now. How did you go all in? I don't know. Um, I, I, I need to build the team that I, I need to work with. So I contact friends uh, who, who will help me stay the net. Uh, I, 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 because I don't have any resources, so I have very limited resources. I only have the salary that I have. Um, yeah, the, the now that's gone. Yeah, that the right. incentive that I <laughs> I save, so it's already gone. So I need to find a co-founder and then um, friends who will um, work with me even part-time and uh, free. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, well, they... I, I I pitched that idea of mine to interlooking and yeah they they started to believe in me and work out work with me so those things uh uh started to build that's where I I learned um how I was going to build my team I yep. find a hipster a hacker mm-hmm. <laughs> so and a fun that before mm-hmm. and fun. Okay. <laughs> Yes. Very important, fun. Right. Exactly. For me to sustain those steps that happened to me, I mean, those things that I did, um, 
finding the right thing for me. Um, it's also I know um, a roller coaster ride. So it doesn't necessarily mean that the first people that you had are will always be there for you. Okay, right. they are doing it for you part time, and uh, um, things may change. I mean, uh, in their I know in their lives, so you know, my hat. Before I started to learn things as well, become um, more mature on how handling a a um, a company. So I thought oh, I'm just playing around at the beginning. Pero when uh, an investor came in, okay, serious na to. <laughs> yep. So that that's what I wanted to know. Because again, you're not going to get investment. Because there's so uh, many startups. Uh, there's there's thousands of startups now. In the Philippines, but for you to get again the likes of Buco Ventures to, to come in, or I don't know how many else uh, investors did you get, you need to generate traction. Aside from the team and the product that you you built, those are the three components that you did. Walk me through how you built that up, uh, generate traction, and how you built the product along with the full time team. So you talked about the part timers already. That's great, but product wise and traction wise, how did you get that done? Yeah. Because I built the first company I had, mm. so all the customers that uh, I had on that first company, which is actually still existing, I started to convert them into digital. So I put them there. So, yeah, little by little, I introduced them to it on a digital uh, way of ordering their products to me. So uh, it's not easy as well, but. Uh, Introducing it to them little by little. So, uh, I, I, I'm not a kind of salesperson na ano kasi, um, pushy to them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I just ano lang, um, let them, mom, let, uh, then you, you can try this para it will be easier for you. You will not, you don't need to buy Burmy to, to ask me your, the product is already there. Sabi ko. So, Yon, until that time, um, those traction that I built in, and then I uh, put my company there, uh, put those products, and then the suppliers that I have, um, I started to push in, interlocking for them. Uh, I also had struggles on uh, challenges on um, building the MVP because yeah. I have part-time people, so they are they come and go. Um, sometimes they they did not finish. Nope. Yeah, those Nothing ever gets finished when it comes to tech. Everything <laughs> is delayed. Okay. So, so if you're, I, yeah, I if you're listening delayed. to this and you're trying to build an MVP, whatever your ideal timeline is, probably double it. That's uh, that's when it's gonna happen. So if you're looking at three months, look at six months before yeah. you build it. Yeah, there was a time that um, I need to build it again from scratch. Yep. Mm. Annoying and it's and it's it's uh, terrifying, but it is what it is. Welcome so, to startup life. <laughs> I get frustrated that time, but uh, we need to do it. I I I told my co-founders we have to, or else we'll be we'll fuck up. So <laughs> so better to um, let our customers know that we are still alive, that we are building interlocking still. Um, but then uh, they have to be patient. And that so yeah until I had at least um a, a tech person who was able to build it um eventually 
like MVPN. Little by little, we launch it alpha, beta versions. So I rely on the beta version. So I also try to manage my customers' expectations as well. So yun yun. Parang uh, I have to I have to manage my my developers at the same time manage my customers. Yep. Okay. Uh, I cannot uh, push or pressure my developers because ano Wow. I know the feeling. Uh, that <laughs> happens to everyone. But all right, Lila, let's take our last break. And when we come back, let's now talk about how you then got the investment and how, you, uh, how you're now planning to grow interleukin and pay forward to those people that are also in probably the same spot you were probably a year or two ago on how they can make the jump from side hustle to founder. All right, we'll talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoostTime deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn in flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. 
Hey hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023 and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor Dragon Pay is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust DragonPay. And we're back from a break. We are still with Lila Marcus. Okay, who then told us the whole journey of how hard it is to go from zero to one. Always the hardest part, you know, from idea to go to MVP, generate traction, generate your first few customers. But in this phase, I just want to understand before you even got the investment, what was the best learnings that you got during this phase of your life? Learning about, shit, I thought it was so easy that startup, it's not what you saw in the K-drama series, okay? That was over-romanticized, man. <laughs> if you think that was messy, nah. This shit's hard. 90% of startups fail. Those are then those startups are the ones that actually actually made it out into the garage. The, the death rate is higher for those startups that actually never got it out from zero to one. Right. So what were those biggest learnings uh, that you got during that phase of zero to one while you're still incubating in Kubo, building MVP, and now turning all your customers into digital? I think um, the learning that um, I had is very resilient because uh, there are a lot of things that will happen. You have to expect the worst. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's so true. If you think shit's going to happen, think of the worst shit and that's going to happen for yeah. sure. So right? that you can easily let go of things. Yeah. Especially uh, as a woman, um, mm. we tend to be very emotional on things. Yep. But um, if you started to learn on um, letting go, like away of, of those shitty things that happen, everything will started to uh, go in the right direction. Yeah. But I'll just double down on that, Lila. Um, so again, I've been been here and I've been I've had. Tons of heartbreak. And just when you think you've already experienced the worst, there's always something new that would break your heart into a million pieces again. One thing that I'd probably double down on what you said is, yes, have find a way to move on, but also find a way to really simmer that emotion in and that learning. Because if you let that go and you don't really learn from that, you're going to be bound to make that same mistake. So let that stick. Feel it out. If it, but, but have a short-term memory in terms of the recovery time. 
Because if you linger with that thing too long, then it will prevent you from moving on to the next phase, which is, you know, in, in a startup, your time and your resources are scarce. So you cannot afford to sulk for, an, for a week. You're dead. Okay, so you need to be able to, again, simmer it in, cry it out, find whatever, bounce back, use that as a chip on your shoulder or motivation and learn from that mistake, right? Um, so being resilient, but um, the other things that you also did, how did you then create the right team? Because again, you're not going to get funded if it's just a Laila uh, Marquez show. You need to get the proper opa to... To, to, to scale this and to ride or die with. You know, because startups, and I always say this, startups are a team sport. It's not a solo event. This is not freaking, you know, chess where you're on your own. This is a team sport. You need a team to win. Uh, so what, what is that like for you? Building a team, um, it's really putting enough trust to them um, in which uh, you will let them um, things uh, grow uh, with them, improve themselves. So uh, how I teach my team is um, like, it's not an instinct, but I'm seeing the values that this person can also work with me on that. Because uh, not everyone will stick on your on the kind of culture that you want to build, right? So, um, when I'm choosing the right person in my team, um, of course, you will, you will not, you will, you will never know if that person is right if you will not give that person that chance. Yes. You, right? Until you will get to know, right? So, just that, um, putting respect, the right respect and trust to them. Uh, on how things that they will go in to help you build the company. Because if you will be holding too much of the things uh, that you were hunted on the past that happened to you with the other people uh, that you worked with, then for sure you will never find the right people. Yes. Absolutely. You're going to get betrayed all the time because as a founder, you know how we, and I'm pretty sure you agree. You pour your heart out to your team, but not everyone's a fit, right? And every single time it will feel like we got betrayed, we get stabbed in the front, stabbed in the back, stabbed in the side. But if you let that linger and you become distrustful of the of other people in the future, you're absolutely correct. You're the one hindering yourself from building an amazing team. You just need to learn on how not to repeat the same mistakes, even. Good hires at the start, when you hire them, I have a 50-man team now, right? Even if, uh, if you hire them at the start, it might be, and in the first probably few months, it might look like you're a good hire, yeah. but everything has an expiration date. Eventually, if you really don't have a good grasp on your culture, those good hires can be the very first source of your culture being fucked up. So you need to be able to, you need to have total focus on how you also want to have that culture. And again, it's inevitable. People will fuck you up. So be ready. Right? Yeah. That's where I, I, I was uh, forced to write 
uh, our culture code in the company or in the employee handbook yep. <laughs> after those kinds of experience. Yeah. Uh, so that there will be a reference how you should behave like this in the company. If this yeah. is something that you will be fit in, then uh, for sure you will stay with us longer. Absolutely. Uh, grow. And startups are hard. Uh, it's not it's not built for everyone. So if you hire someone who doesn't understand the culture of hustling, the culture of chasing the North Star, you know, they will cause problems down the road. Because again, they're going to say, hey, push back here. Why are you doing that? Blah, blah. Why are we doing this? That's a big fucking mistake already. They're the right, they're the wrong people to have. And at the end of the day, it's hard for also to, to, to show people no matter how good and kind-hearted you are, that you just don't have the capacity to hire a million people because you're just a startup, right? And there is no founder in the world that wants to see their team suffer. I believe that 100%. But you got you to gotta make do with what you have, right? And that's why we reward those people that hustle with us down the road. And, you know, we take care of them if we can. But again, there, it's give or take. As much as you really want to give, but you can only afford so much. Those are the things that you really have to motivate. That's what I, I always tell to um, my team right now. Um, show me results. Yes. Then you will you will be provided that the service that you need. It's merit-based at the end of the day. Okay. Now let's let ask last few questions. How did you get your first angel, and how did get did uh, Buko Ventures get into Interlukit? Actually, the first um, angel um, investment that I had is uh, um, actually it was introduced uh, to me by my co-founder. Nice. Opa. Opa. Uh, let's a... let's name this Opa. Who is this Opa? Okay, so that's, actually, start this co-founder Opa. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Who is this co-founder? All right. Shout out, shout out to him. Shout out. Okay. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, he's, he's the one who introduced that. Um, he's a an Italian uh, who's also involved wow. in the medical industry. So he's also a founder of um a, a kind of technology in Italy, uh, in in the medical field. So he. He introduced that to me because he's his business partner on on their company in Korea. So um, that's where I I was supposed to pitch in uh, interlocking, and then yeah, at first um we need to educate him about startup because he's a traditional business owner, so he doesn't understand about say convertible notes, so those things. But eventually. Um, actually, it took us um three months, um three to four months, yes, um, uh, to get that investment from him to get that start on that um uh, uh on that first uh deal that we had. So yeah. But with that investment, what were you able to build? Were you able to hire a few more employees? Now, what was that like? And what was the traction that you got out of that? Um, that time, we just launched our beta. Oh, wow. Good job. Yeah. Um, that time when we got the investment. And then um, that, uh, that investment was uh, 
the plan there was to hire a safe person uh, for us to help for us to help me here in in, in Manila because I cannot do everything here. <laughs> so at least I have someone who I can also um rely on on doing some pitching in the customers as well to build that um trust so and uh, do the network as well get that network and then uh, on the operation side we also uh, use that uh, money um, because I cannot do all the customer support <laughs> alone. Especially the, I know, um, uh, the administration side, the accounting. <laughs> so, That's hard. Yeah, it it will also um help me to focus more on the things that I need to focus on. Actually, um, the first the first angel investment that we had is actually um simultaneously I also had the pitch with the second investor that we had. Which is. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the one is saying, I, 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 is, it, is, it, is it funny? I can say I cannot say it's funny because um, the time that Buko um asked me to have a conference call, it was the day that my mom just passed away. Oh no! Sorry to hear that. Um, I, 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 since my attitude is kind of a um. Uh, it's a uh, the show must go on, so I need to fix it. So I I asked and uh, he, uh Andrew I was actually uh my 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 eyes are bulging yeah swollen <laughs> and then um my put back on then uh, Andrew was asking what happened to you <laughs> no I, I my mom just passed away um yesterday uh, last night. So. Uh, for COVID because that was a the surge of Delta virus at that time. And yeah, do you want to schedule a call? No, it's okay. Um, I I commit on this uh on this day to uh, have a pitch on you. So, yeah, I still pitch on him. And then um months after I I had um the second call and. Uh, Negotiation on things on on him on the group of people, then yeah. After that, I got the investment last February. Congratulations! That's amazing. <laughs> oh my God! You know, uh, I I thought um uh, my eyes are swollen that time. <laughs> I thought um Andrew was uh, kind of guilty on on that part because I need to pitch and I I put yeah. myself to pitch, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's still, I think uh, my mom was there to guide. Uh, you weren't alone. I, I believe that. That is such an amazing thing. But again, congratulations on getting investment from Buko Ventures. But I want to now understand. So you're here, you have investment, but I think we're just seeing the start of interleukin. Now you have investment, you have a little bit more traction. What should we look out for? And if people want to work out with you, where do they go and how do they do that? Yeah, so we are the, um, on this uh, game of um, building um, transparency and creating savings for their institutions, for different medical institutions, and at the same time for the um, suppliers as well. So that's what we are giving to them. So if you want to find out about interlooking, 
uh, you find us in Facebook uh, and our, our website. But we are actively um, visiting you guys in your hospitals oh. and your offices right now to fit in in the location. So you don't need to chase us, but we will go into visiting. That's a typical boodle. That <laughs> 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 Laila will do road show about ever and then you know uh, saturate saturate the, 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 the whole place but again Lila I'm rooting for you I know this is, gonna, this is not the last time we're gonna be talking uh, to you but we are rooting for you and we look forward to seeing you and your progress in the next few years but before I let you go follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to whether Apple Podcasts or Spotify and if we did say some jargon especially we're talking about cells and exosomes and, and uh, you know mitochondria then it's gonna be in the show notes on hustleshare.com and again if you're also gonna be part of the community of hustleshare it's gonna be hustleshare community on Facebook again Lila thank you very much thank you so much Ron for having me in hustleshare so dream come true it's already a dream come true for me <laughs> Congratulations again. The pleasure is all mine as well. But again, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.